The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That is greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we're talking about scams. <laughs> Now, here's what I need you to know. This is my opinion. So I don't need any emails or messages. Uh, Freedom 95 doesn't need any emails or messages. This is just my opinion on what we've been scammed into thinking is normal and is common and what we should do. It was a little bit fiery and feisty this morning. And... um. I was talking to my team this past week and I'm like, that's such a scam. Like who's tricked us into thinking that X, Y, and Z is how it's going to happen. That's a scam. And so that today's, I don't, also I did not really even have too much coffee this morning. So it's just really, I guess it's really the fire is coming from passion more than it is caffeine, but um, it's probably a good, a good thing overall. But so that's what, we're, that's what we're talking about today. You know, if you've never listened, maximize your life, um, had the really great opportunity of um, meeting with a patient this last week. And um, she said to me, she came in for hip pain. And well, she signed to me, we had an interpreter um, with sign language. And she signed to me, she goes, why are my doctors only pushing drugs, surgeries and injections for this? She said, I don't want it. Why are you different? And I said, we've just done additional training. And so beyond just chiropractors additional training and our goal is to look for the root cause like that's always our inevitable goal is like how do we ever figure out how to get down to the cause of your problem like I had someone on one of our Facebook pages just this um, past week or two said hey I have a friend who has really bad anxiety I was wondering what tests you could run you know and it's a it's a forum that we have like a local forum of just health-minded people uh, on Facebook and one of them said like you should get hormone testing and another one said you know there's a health food store down the street you can go there and though I don't disagree with that I also think that if we're not getting to the cause so um, anxiety could be from a B vitamin deficiency anxiety is can be caused from high copper in the bloodstream anxiety can be caused if you're not um transitioning 
like dopamine and serotonin receptors in your gut because you have small intestinal bacteria overgrowth or yeast or candida. Um, it can be from adrenal problems, right? If there's adrenal fatigue. So there's all of these different areas where I'm like, I'm all for test, don't guess. But in the same aspect, if we're just not looking at getting down to the root cause, but and here's what I will share too, is that the root cause takes more time. It takes more energy. It takes more effort. It takes more resources. If you actually want to get down to the root cause of the problem, I say it somewhat tongue in cheek, but mostly serious when people come into the office. You know, everyone honestly always thinks it's going to take one adjustment, it's going to be free and last forever. And that would be wonderful. But, um, you know, if you want a quick, easy, cheap fix, Tylenol's your butt for your back pain, right? But not one single one of us that has ever consumed. Uh, acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, and NSAID, and aspirin for a headache, thought, gosh, I'm taking this because my body's deficient in Tylenol. And now all is well with the world following that Tylenol, right? Because grown, comprehensive minds understand that there's a cause of the problem. And that's inevitably what our goal will always be at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. So before we dive down deeper into scams, my opinion, let's talk about some news. Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. For today's Health in the News... Using melatonin for sleep is on the rise, studies say, despite potential health harms. I'm going to give you... (laughs) It's hard for me to like get through without... um, So I I don't... uh, Using melatonin for sleep is on the rise, study says, despite potential health harms. But yet we don't see these like big articles. This is not the actual article yet. We don't see long articles talking about the dangers of um, sleeping pills, (laughs) right? We don't see all of these articles for health-related issues talking about these sedatives for helping sleep and anxiety, how if you take too many of them, it could literally kill you, how it affects your brain chemistry. Like, yes, is melatonin a hormone? Yes. Are there likely better alternatives to melatonin? Probably, yeah. We talk about proper sleep all the time. It's sleep hygiene. In the same breath, they're going to demonize melatonin of all things when there are prescription medication, chemical drugs that people are taking to fall asleep that have far, far greater repercussions than this. Okay, uh, news article. So I don't, that's just going to make it so I don't interrupt myself, uh, which I'm sure. It's annoying to me, so I'm sure it's annoying to listen to. (laughs) So they say more and more adults are taking over-the-counter melatonin to go to sleep, and some may be using it at dangerously high levels, a study has found. The and that's where I look at too. Who's doing these studies? Right? Like what well, it's the study was published in the Medical Journal of uh JAMA, Journal of American Medical Association. And you're like, who funded this? 
Because it's not the people who have the tiny nutraceutical companies. It's not me as a naturopath or naturopathic doctor, like more holistically minded, saying, let me spend a million dollars to have us do a melatonin. Anyways, the overall use among the U.S. population is still, quote, relatively low, end quote. But the study does, quote, document a significant many-fold increase in melatonin use over the past few years said sleep specialist Rebecca Robbins, an instructor in the Division of Sleep Medicine for Harvard Medical School. She's not involved in the study. The study, published in JAMA, found that by 2018, Americans were taking more than twice the amount of melatonin a decade earlier. Maybe because they don't want to take prescription medication and melatonin's a better alternative. Back to the article. Melatonin has been linked to headaches, dizziness, nausea, stomach cramping, drowsiness, confusion, disorientation, inability, mild anxiety, depression, tremors, as well as abnormally low blood pressure. It can be also interact with medications and trigger allergies. They say while short-term use for people with jet lag, shift workers, and those who have trouble falling asleep appears to be safe, long-term safety is unknown, according to the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health at NIH. An associational study, we found that older adults who reported frequent use every night or most nights of a sleep aid over the counter or prescription or prescription. (laughs) So this isn't even directly for melatonin. Had a higher risk of incident of dementia and early mortality. Do you think maybe that's because they're not sleeping well? Uh, However, research could not determine which type of sleep aid over-the-counter, such as melatonin or prescription medication, was responsible for the finding. Whoever wrote this article should just Judy chopped in the throat. Uh, Melatonin side effects. So they talk about onset of growing side effects, amounts of melatonin that far exceed the dosage of five milligrams a day is normal. However, pills for sale... (laughs) contain levels of melatonin much higher than what's advertised on the label. Unlike food and drug, melatonin is not fully regulated by the FDA. We'll talk about that in a second. Previous research has found that melatonin content in these unregulated, commercially available melatonin supplements range from 83 to 478% of labeled content. Um, Is it bad to take melatonin every night? They say because it's purchased over the counter, experts say many people view melatonin as an herbal supplement or vitamin. In reality, melatonin is a hormone made by the penile gland uh, located within the brain and released into the bloodstream to regulate the body's sleep cycle. There's a view of it's natural, then it can't hurt. Um, The truth is when we don't really know the implications of melatonin in the long term for adults or kids. Another reality studies have found while using melatonin can be helpful in inducing sleep if used correctly, taking at least two hours before bed, The actual benefit is small. Um, They talk about training your brain to sleep. Uh, I mean, the long story short about that is they talk about digital light will suppress the circadian rhythm. A dim reading light will not. So that's why we tell people if they can't sleep well, they need to get off their phone, turn off their TV, um, even like a reading tablet if it's lit with like blue light. Anything that's scrolling and digital, like get a real book. I actually have a light. I think I just got it offline. That is like a, I can change it from blue to like a brown light. It takes out all the blue light and you can dim it. Um, And I use that before I go to bed to read. Honestly, recently, because my kids are wild, I'm tired at the end of the night and I literally put them down and I immediately go to bed. 
because I'm I'm that old. So <laughs> maybe I'm not that old. Maybe I'm just that tired. I'm mom tired right now. Uh, other tips: keeping your bedroom temperature at cooler temperatures, sixty. Do- wow, sixty to sixty-seven degrees Fahrenheit. Sixty. Oh my god, my husband would like that. Um, set a bedtime ritual like taking a shower or a bath, reading a book, singing, uh, listening to soothing music, trying yoga, meditation, light stretches. Um, yeah. So the takeaway of this article that they're like, oh my gosh, there are all of these health repercussions of taking melatonin. Here's the study that says it. And they're like, by the way, we don't actually know if this study that says it causes Alzheimer's and dementia and is super dangerous is um, for melatonin or prescription. So there's that. They're like, is it bad? And they're like, well, it's, it's, it's a hormone and it only helps for a couple minutes. But again, if it keeps someone off taking a addictive incredibly dangerous and I can say this because in college right like I took those uh prescription sleep aids like um I can't think of the name of it but it it was wild like it was and I've taken melatonin before you know I've probably take it once or twice in the last couple weeks it is it is greatly different the effects that that has on your brain like greatly different it's so when it's like hey and then the other aspect to address through this is they say it's not regulated that is 100% why I would never tell you to go to like Target Walmart GNC uh, Walgreens those are ones uh, back in the 2012 like the New York State Attorney General they all got dinked because they had things like St. John's wort and melatonin that did not have the accurate amount of active ingredients in there so you don't know what you're getting which is exactly why if you choose something like in our office what I took it's a product called sleep and mood um that uh it is GMP good manufacturing process or NSF certified that means that the um the active ingredients are tested before, during, and after. The um, supplement itself is tested after to make sure the amounts are proper. There's still bioactives in there, that it's quality, that there's not extra fillers. And you know what? No, you're not going to pay big box store prices, right? Like you might have to pay a dollar or two extra. But if you knew you weren't taking 478% or only 5% of what you think that you're taking and it costs you an extra $3 for a bottle of 30 or 60, is it worth it? Right? And it's my, in my educated opinion, the answer is yes, 100%. So anything that you see in our office is either GMP or NSF certified at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. (laughs) And here's the thing too, if you're listening and you're not a patient, just look at our office hours. You can always stop in and grab if you want to get a great multivitamin, if you want to get, um, you know, the essential pack, fish oil, sleep and mood, collagen that's um, actually tested for glyphosate, which we just kicked a really common one that you'll see in a lot of the health food stores off of our shelf because of their inability to prove whether or not they were glyphosate free. So like Roundup weed killer. So anyways, I guess this would fall in one of those uh, melatonin is bad for you. It's not the best, but still better than the alternatives scam. And I've got some thoughts too. More recently, my kiddos had a pediatrician appointment And uh, this has the big stamp of scam on it. We'll talk next. 
You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us. Once in a while I catch myself. Once in a while I ask myself, what am I doing? Once in a while I need your help. But once in a while I feel like, ooh, I just want to Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we are talking about scams. In my opinion, scams right? So you might think, well, that's not true. And that's okay, because that's your opinion. But this is my radio show. So I get to share what I think my scams are, but I, what I think are scams, right? Now, let me tell you, <laughs> oh, and these unfortunately have all been very recent. Um, so they are fresh and they're fiery. <laughs> oh, this is fueled by true passion slight a bit of caffeination and a couple days of sick kids and no sleep. So (laughs) they are expressing health. Now, um, I have little kids. Okay. So um, one is in elementary and the other school are two other two are in preschool. (sighs) Um, I'm changing preschools currently. um, But in order to go to this new preschool, I need, I need to pick up um, a sheet of paper, right? That like they have to, they have to go and get like a checkup by the doctor, and I don't really go to the doctor, so I brought them both in. And uh, this is not a holistic doctor, but I choose this doctor for convenience of location. <laughs> um, and I come in, and there was an older nurse in there, and uh, the two little ones that I have are. Um, four and a half, almost five, and like two, two and a half. And so the the four and a half year old pops up on the table, and the nurse says, "Okay, buddy, do you drink milk?" <laughs> and he goes, "Nope, no, I don't really like milk." And she goes, "Oh, like ever? You never drink milk?" And he was like, "Nope." She was like, "Well, what do you drink?" And he goes, "Water." She was like, okay, what else? He goes, well, sometimes special water. Which, <laughs> oh, this nurse looked at me. I'm like, I'm not like drugging my kid. Um, it's a, like an electrolyte. It's it's a stevia-based one. So it's not the liquid IVs because that actually has a lot of sugar and it's not helpful and it has a lot of synthetic vitamins. Check it out. Um, so we don't do the liquid IV, but similar from like an electrolyte standpoint, it's called Ultima. Anyway, so um, I like put a little bit of that in there just to give them some flavor in their water. All right. So like, for example, if one of my kids had a bunch of phlegm last night and then she barfed and then, you know, you'd always go like ginger ale or Sprite or whatever. Like we don't do soda in our house. So I give them a little bit of special water. 
So um, she was like, so no, they don't do any milk. And I was like, no. So they like get off the table. They go step on. My biggest kid, which is uh, the four-year-old, he's in the 25th percentile for weight. Um, and he weighs the same as my six-year-old. And my two-year-old is t- uh, like 24 pounds. She's petite. Now, mind you, I'm not a very big human. My husband is not a very big human. He's got lots of muscles, but like not a big human. I'm 5'2". I round in half. I round up to 5'3". My husband is 5'8". He tells the truth about his height. Um, But and we're like, I learned recently that um, my mother-in-law put butter on my husband's peanut butter and sandwiches to quote help fatten him up while he was young because he was also a tiny human we're not big humans we don't make big humans right so she's in the like fifth percentile or something right because you've got this scale of what my child should weigh and this thought process of all the things and um that's fine right they've got to have some sort of objective measure but you know my two-year-old also is walking talking um I told her hey it's time for mom to brush her teeth and she said no it isn't it's still sissy's turn she did refer to herself in the third person right so like she speaks full sentences I am not concerned about developmental um delays or the developmental process in any of my children so she goes up but she's like well but that makes sense why they're so small I'm like does it does it though she was like yeah I had a kid who couldn't have dairy and you know, he was six with a bone structure of a three-year-old. I'm like, she's in size-appropriate clothes. I just have to make sure that all of my kids have waists that cinch, right? And so I said, so what What are you just – she was like, well, they're probably not getting enough fat. And I'm like, well, that's not true. The two of them, the four and a two-year-old, had six eggs with like two to three tablespoons of coconut oil. We do avocado. They do cheese, right? So I'd be hard-pressed to think that they don't get enough fat. She was like, well, and so, I, uh, you know, it was one of those things where in my brain, I'm like, I'm, we're not going to change each other's minds. Like, I'm going to keep raising my kids the way that I know is right. And I see this big, like, <laughs> you know, like scam stamp that I just want to like, mm. like, okay, thanks so much for your time, scam. And I'm like, well, you know, she's just telling me like, and I came with love and grace because I know that she's just communicating to me what. Um, she's been taught, right? Not necessarily what she knows, but more specifically what she's been taught. And then I got to thinking like, how how did we get to this thought process, right? Now, if you are, um, were around in like the 90s, if you were old enough for this, you would remember the milk campaign, right? So here's what's um, really interesting. So I did a deep dive about milk and the success of the quote got milk campaign are you ready for this i think this is so i actually thought this was really interesting diving down deeper into this so um they talked about how there was an executive director jeff manning um he was the executive director of the california milk processor board it was 1993 sales of milk were sagging in both california and nationwide Milk industry advocates had spent much of the 1980s promising that, quote, milk does a body good. Pass it on. Remember that? Remember, milk does a body good. Pass it on. Anyways, it's an ad campaign. 
Like these are ads. Like this was marketing dollars spent to you. So if you like in your brain are like, oh my gosh, that's so nostalgic. That's good. They did an awesome job in the, the 80s and 90s uh, marketing to us. So Milk Does a Body Good campaign focused on its calcium and protein benefits, right? Milk does a body good. Milk does a body good. Why? Because there's calcium and protein, calcium and protein. Consumers knew that milk was good for them, but Manning, the new executive director in 1993, realized they just didn't care. Instead, the ad agency Manning hired to revamp Milk's reputation focused on the complete opposite. Rather than dwell on everything Milk could do for them, they decided that television spots should highlight the consequences of going without Milk. Maybe it meant having trouble chewing a dried peanut butter sandwich or cookie or not being able to enjoy a bowl of cereal. So during a brainstorming session, ad partner Jeff Godby, Goodby, um, of Goodby Silverstein and Partners jotted down a tagline, got milk. Then he added a question mark. And for the next two decades, the Got Milk campaign and its slogans became a ubiquitous, as ubiquitous as Nike's declaration that athletes, quote, just do it, right? Um, so they talked about how the 1990s, so by the 1990s, milk was under siege by soft drinks, sports drinks, and Snapple. Remember the Snapple campaigns? That was a lot of good stuff too, which cloaked some of its sugary offerings as a, an all-natural aesthetic, right? Snapple, everyone thought was so healthy and it wasn't. Milk was on the ropes, continuing to assist. It was a healthier option, but was no longer effective, nor was it enough. So research... Uh, by these partners revealed an alternative. When discussing milk consumption, consumers kept returning to the idea that running out was a source of frustration. While they may not have longed for milk as a rule, the times they could have it in coffee for cookies or cereal and didn't have it gave them a fresh appreciation for the beverage. So basically, they got this whole like got milk campaign. It would present a worst case scenario letting consumers ruminate on the consequences of finding an empty carton. The ad would fun, uh, be funded. This is where I'm like, who paid for this and how much was paid? Um, the ads for this Got Milk campaign would be funded by California's major milk processors with three cents from each gallon of milk sold going towards the campaign. Which amounted, now again, remember, this is 20 years ago, which amounted to approximately $23 million annually. Um, they talk about the first te televised spot was probably the best known. And then over time, they started to um, pay different, um, like, celebrities and... Um, they like lobbied all of this stuff. It was crazy. Um, then, right, in 1994, for example, 755 million gallons were sold in the state of California, um, up from 740 million gallons in 1993. He cited Manning, who was the chief executive officer, uh, cited figures that indicated Got Milk helped halt the a slide that could have cost the industry $255 million annually in California alone. So when our we <laughs> marketing uh, did such a great job when our parents and we were kids that we've got this like 
milk does a body good, right? Like you need calcium and protein from milk and that is how you build strong bones. So it was almost like a mindset for me because, you know, as kids, it was like, no, you have to drink milk and you have to do this. And it's one of the biggest myths, scams that we've been taught because then, you know, she was like, oh, and I'm like, are you talking about like calcium and protein? Because my kids get a lot of source of protein. But then as well, I, I said they they still do like calcium. Like we do cheese. We have chia seed. My kids love cruciferous vegetables. So, you know, like they do so much of that. Here's what I think is really interesting. Um, the dairy and bone health link is one of the most pervasive myths. So one large scale, scale study... Uh, done by Harvard, followed 72,000 women for two decades and found no evidence that drinking milk can prevent bone fractures or osteoporosis. Another study of more than 96 people found that the more milk men consumed as teenagers, the more bone fractures they experienced as adults. Similarly, another study found that adolescent girls who consumed the most calcium, mostly in the form of dairy products, were at a greater risk for stress fractures than those consuming less calcium. Hmm. Right? Like, things that make... And so why did we always think that strong bones, like, if are you drinking milk? Well, then you're not going to have strong bones. You're going to have the bone structure of someone who's only three. Like, where did they get that? And they're like, the, and the nurse that we had, she was, um, I don't know, she's probably in her late 50s, early 60s, right? So she lived through the, the milk does a body good campaign and got milk campaign. And all of these things were like billboards and commercials, like, they spent millions, tens of millions of dollars marketing to you that the only way you can get strong bones is if you drink milk. And it's just not true. You know, I just, it's one of those things. You're like, who taught us this crazy scam? And you're like, millions of dollars of marketing. Stamped scam. Now that was one scam. And I've got more up my sleeve next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Everything comes alive. Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I am Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation today. We are talking what I believe, right? So that just if you feel like you should send like a opinionated, right? That's your opinion. You can not think that what I'm talking about is a scam. I'm going to tell you what I think 
is a scam. We just talked about uh, milk for strong bones, stamp, scam. What else are we talking about? Oh, so the reason why I, I started thinking about this was because I had a patient come into the office within the last couple of weeks and they said, hey, can I tell you something? And of course, I always say, of course. And they, um, we were talking about how a loved one close to her, you know, turned like 55 or 60 or 65, whatever, is getting a little bit older. And the doctors convinced her that she needed to get the shingles vaccine so that she didn't get shingles. Now, mind you, she had never had the chicken pox, which means she can never have shingles. I'm going to explain that process in a minute. So if you have never had the chicken pox or the chicken pox vaccine, you can never get shingles, right? Like, but she got the shingles shot and less than three months later, she had full blown shingles. And she was like, what's maddening is that they're like, oh, can you imagine if you didn't get the shot? She was like, yeah, I wouldn't have shingles. Here's what's so interesting. A couple different things that go into my scam bucket for this. Uh, Number one, uh, gosh, it was probably like less than a year ago. Do you remember? Remember when I was really late? It was like less than a year ago because I was at the coffee shop. And do you remember that? And I was like, oh, my gosh, it was like a year ago, right? I was actually late to record my radio. I was at a local coffee shop and there was this group of like regional and directors. So all these like they came in suits, ties, of course, that like engages anyone. And then there's like a lot of them in this local coffee shop. Um, and it is a public coffee shop. So I um, was working on preparing for the radio show and I could hear them talking and they were from one of the like um, like CVS, Walgreens, like one of those, I can't remember. And it was all the like directors and managers. And, and they started talking and they said, hey, um, here's what we need to do. Really, how do we incentivize pharmacists, like our pharmacists and our pharmacies to talk more about vaccines? Because that's where we have our biggest dollar. They're quick. They only take a minute or two. Um, And so we can increase our profit margin so much. And they said, we need to stop focusing on COVID because everyone understands that now. But we really need to focus on the elderly population about pneumonia and shingles. And they're like, yeah, you know, like the verbiage that we can always use is like, hey, when you turn 65, like your wheels fall off, like your immune system isn't there anymore. And so you need to have these vaccines to have a strong immune system. Uh, And I'm just like, oh, this is so maddening. It's so maddening. One that you're talking about how to like talk to the population about how they need these vaccines but then you're convincing you know someone 65 70 year old grandma who's never had the chicken pox who's never had the chicken pox vaccine and you're telling them hey you need to get the shingles vaccine because you're 65 and your wheels fall off and it's the slow death and we'll just prevent you from it like get out of here and so here's what I can agree with as you age, if you're not actively working on strengthening your immune system, it is a pretty high likelihood that your immune system 
is decreasing. Okay. So I always look at, you know, germs don't get you sick. Let me give you an example of this that everyone will likely understand. Germs don't get you sick. A poor immune system gets you sick. What do you mean, Dr. Leanne with Maximize Your Life with Greenwood Family Chiropractic, if you're just tuning in. Do you ever remember this like pandemic that had come through? It goes by the name of COVID-19. Yes, no, maybe. Anyways, uh, if you did, not everyone got COVID and not everyone had an adverse reaction and not everyone died from COVID. Why? Because in the beginning, it was all there was no Delta, Omega, Omicron, right? Like there weren't any different strands. It was one strand. It was one strand. And so, you know, we could go into a room of 50 people. Imagine, you know, someone in the corner has active COVID-19, sneezes all around the room. 50% of the room gets COVID, 50% doesn't. Why? Was it that strand? Was it that person? No, it was the, the individuals who got infected had a poor immune system. They did not have as strong of an immune system. Germs don't get you sick. A poor immune system gets you sick. Now, we also have um, pre-existing disease processes higher than any other nation in the world, right? So oddly enough, type 2 diabetes on the rise. I was looking at statistics on what we spend as a country in the average year, hundreds of millions of dollars in treatment for type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is 100% lifestyle created, 100% lifestyle reversed, right? And so we have this where we're like, I've always eaten like this. I've always had Rice crispy treat cereal for breakfast. And I've always had, you know, pasta for lunch. And I've always had macaroni helper for dinner. Like I've always had, it's never been a problem. Then one day we get diagnosed and we're like, we don't know how we got here. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Your body can only take too much and your pancreas burnt out, right? And that's part of it, right? And now you're so inflamed that we're seeing your cholesterol go up and you're eating the type of foods that are so inflammatory that you're watching your blood pressure go up. And then all of a sudden we have, you know, all of these aspects and you're like oh you get sneezed on you're like oh you can't do it you know it's going to make you so much stronger another vaccine with all the other additives right so now the virus that causes shingles is varicella zoster right this also causes chicken pox so i and i remember very it was the first day of summer after first grade it's like the worst time you know so you're so excited to go out and play. My, I must have been so sad. I remember sitting at the window just watching all the kids in the um, on our street play together on the first day of summer. It was wah, wah, wah. But what happens is that virus lays dormant. And when something depletes your immune system, right? So um, what I see a lot of typically, because you don't have to be 65 and older to get it, but as we've just put this banting on our bodies for so long, or something stressful happens. Stress depletes your immune system. For example, I had this sweet, sweet woman come in who had a flare-up on her back, could barely walk, um, right? That's a lot of stress. She was, she was in an immense amount of pain. Fast forward, and um, sure enough, she gets uh, shingles. I remember being in college. It was my sophomore year. It was right before our organic chemistry final. I had another student who got shingles. And I remember thinking, that's so odd. Now, knowing more, being in the healthcare community, 
we were in finals. Organic chemistry was one of the hardest classes in the pre-medicine biology um, aspect of things. And then uh, his grandma died, right? Like all through this. So like all of this stress, well, of course. And you're like, what? but he was only uh, sophomores. What are we like? 1921, right? Like, does his wheels fall off? You know, it's just one of those ones. Like, why aren't we doing things actively to increase the immune system? You know, it decreases it sugar. You know, we're actively eating every single day that causes blood sugar imbalances, obesity issues, hormone imbalances, sugar. And then I look to think like if you naturally get the chicken pox, they found that it decreases your risk of a deadly brain cancer or glioma by 40%. Like, I want my kids to have the chicken pox. Is it going to stink? Yes. Is it going to stink for them? Yes. Will it stink for me? Yes. But would I actively take a 40% reduction in a, a deadly brain tumor for the seven days of embracing the suck? <laughs> like, absolutely. And you think that this doesn't come with risk. This was published um, through the FDA, Food and Drug Administration. The FDA requires a warning about uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, GBS, to be included in prescribing information in Shingrix. That is the um, shingles vaccine that they use. What is GBS? You'll, you'll hear people say uh, Guillain-Barre or Guillain-Barre syndrome. Um, it is ascending paralysis. And they try to catch it in enough time before it hits organ systems and you stop breathing and you die. Um, and, and so you're like, oh, but, you know, does it sting to get? Yes, of course it does. Right. Blisters scab over in about seven to 10 days, typically fully clear within two to four weeks. Um, and you're like, but when you get GBS, right. It's your body's immune system that damages nerve cells, causes muscle weakness, and sometimes paralysis. Um, they say the syndrome often follows infection with a virus or bacteria. That is what happens when you are given a vaccine. They inject you with that bacteria or virus. Uh, well, that's definitely not from that. And they have to acknowledge it enough. The increase of GBS increases with age and people over 50 are at the greater risk of developing it. Um, most will recover, but most will also have permanent nerve damage. So it's just wild. So here we are. And you're like, oh, nope, it's for the greater good. We got to, hey, we got to make our money. What about what, what's added in that? So like Shingrix, sodium is one of the things that it contains. So this is coming from Appendix B for the Pink Book Vaccines Excipient Summaries from the CDC.gov website uh, for vaccines. What's interesting is they updated this in uh, 2021 so that only some of them now will let you know what the host cell protein and DNA is. And so it has polysorbate 80, which oddly enough um, is something that I typically choose not to consume orally, um, but yet somehow is in the vaccines. I always think about this. Um, I had a someone talked recently and they said, well, there's not, there's not like cells and DNA in there. And I said, I am confused on what you are looking at. 
Because 100% there are. It can be from canine kidney cells, simian monkey cells, um, MRC5, which is um, lung fibroblast of a 16-week gestational fetus, WI38. Look it up. Those are in there. And so that aspect where you think, hey, that woman, what, <laughs> like the other ingredients in there, it's just incredible. Thimerosal, people say there's no mercury. That's what thimerosal is, right? Um, it, it, <sighs> and then you're like, but they're just trying to keep us healthier. And then you hear these executives that work for the CVSs and Walgreens talk literally about how they want pharmacists to push it because it's quick, easy money and it turns over a profit. Oh, and we'll bonus you for it too. So you can increase your paycheck. Not one time were they like, hey, this is what we need to help get people healthy. They said, this is how we get more insurance dollars. That, that's whose opinion you're taking for your own health. It's wild. Anyways, so scam stamp on that. So as I come to the conclusion that I only got to two of my scams, uh, I think this is going to be a two-parter. So part one of Dr. Leanne's scams health scams that's what we'll call it dr leanne's health scams <laughs> figure out how to name this uh that's part one you just listened to part one part two i look forward to next week always remember that your power is on mm-hmm.